Hello, everyone. Hello. It's wonderful to be back among you again. <laughs> it's funny, I stand here before you um, feeling as if I'm in a moment of perfect synchrony because all of the words that have been spoken today by each and every one of you have touched an element of what I wanted to speak about today. And every piece has come together for me to stand here and say, okay, I think this is potentially what I needed to say. <laughs> this is obviously the right, perfect uh, conversation that we need to have today. Divine order. Yeah. Divine order. I love it. And you know, um, when you speak about change coming from this place of absolute divine perfection, I think that's the place that you have to begin. Change is always divinely orchestrated, for me, anyways. There is no such thing as change that's unexpected or that does not have purpose and meaning behind it. Every change is orchestrated by the divine to move us all forward in our spiritual journey, whether that change is a hit over the head or whether that change is something that comes from within us that's inspired. But no matter what, that change comes from the divine and it serves the purpose of your spiritual growth and your expansion and your transformation. But of course, the flip side of change is fear. It brings up all of the stuff. It brings up all of the emotions. And one of the first things I want to talk about is we need to acknowledge the fear, obviously. We need to acknowledge all of the emotions that are out there. I actually speak to my fear. I look at it as a part of me that's alive, that has its own energy. And my job is to acknowledge it and to say to it, okay, I see you. I know this change is coming. This fear is only coming up. You're only showing me your face here because this change is coming and you, your role is to make sure through your energies that I stay where I am because it's more comfortable to stay where I am. So I see you. I see you. I understand the role that you're playing. But our job now is to transform this into the most magnificent version of you, fear, my friend, that you can be. And the greatest transformer, as we all know, is love. Because at its lowest vibration, fear will keep you exactly where you are. But when that fear is transformed through, there are so many techniques to transform it, so many ways to bring it into its natural, true essence, to its true state, which is love. Love unlocks all the doors so that you can then walk through the step and the path that most makes sense in this moment. Now, I want to talk about what's happening in this community a little bit. Um, I understand... Um, I understand what you're speaking about, Susan, in terms of the energies that are at play. You feel the hesitation. You feel the discomfort. You feel all of it. But at the same time, this is all perfect. All of these feelings, all of what's happening here is divinely perfect. The fact that she is leaving at this exact moment is perfect. The, the circumstances around how she left and why she's leaving is absolutely perfect. The fact that each and every one of you forms a part of this community right now is perfection. The fact that you have this board 
representing you, working with you, to move you forward is perfect. The moment that you accept that this is all perfect, exactly the way that it is, you're taking the first steps towards unlocking what is next. It means the universe is saying to you, hey, Unity Spiritual Center of Ottawa and individual members, (laughs) you are ready to take this step to grow in your spiritual journey. You are ready. Each and every one of you is ready to now expand into what is the next greatest version of this, what this community can be. Each and every one of you. Now, are you willing? <laughs> ready? The universe is, you are ready. You are in the perfect place, the perfect time to move forward. But are you willing? Now, if you say yes, you're in a way, you know, in a way, you are acknowledging that there is a divine hand that is working here and that you have a role to play in this beautifully orchestrated divine play. If you say no, you're merely giving in to resistance. You're allowing the resistance, your fears, to be at work and to have dominance over what you know is perfection. That's okay. That's not a judgment. That's not right or wrong. It's, it's merely what it is. How do you transform that? How do you move these energies that are locking you down into energies that free you up? I was, you know, I could, my favorite technique and what I personally use, it's a practice more than a technique. Um, it's called Ho'oponopono, although I modified it to call it Mo'oponopono because I, <laughs> for me, because it's just, I agree with so many things of what he says. Um, and I, I, maybe I'll give a separate talk one other day on that. <laughs> However, I will speak about the one, I think, the core element of Ho'oponopono. And for those who haven't heard it before, it's a, it's a practice that comes from Hawaii, from the shamans there. And it essentially involves repeating the words, I love you, I am sorry, please forgive me, thank you, over and over and over again. And definitely there, there are elements of that that I, I very much believe in. But it is the words, I love you that I want to focus on. In this case, specifically. And I want to speak about all of the fears and the emotions that are coming up. And this is how I work with my own fears when they show up. And so I say, to the part of me that feels uncertain, I love you. To the part of me that is angry at how this is unfolding because it's not according to the ideas that I had I love you to the me that feels angry and outraged at how this is now in my experience I love you to the part of me that doesn't see any perfection in this whatsoever I love you to the anger, to the fear, to the resentment, to all of the negativity bubbling inside of me, I say, I love you. To the divine that has orchestrated this, I love you. To the God, to the universe, to the love that is here, I love you. I love you. To the Moni that doesn't know, or to the each one of you that doesn't know what exact step to take next, I love you. To the Moni that feels too small, too incompetent, too incomplete, too silly to make a suggestion, too afraid to speak out, 
I love you. I think you get the idea. Go within you when Susan and when Stephen, when, we, when they spoke about the answer is within, it is absolutely within. But before you can connect to the grandness and to the greatness and to the inspiration that is going to lead you individually and as a community, you have to make peace with your fears and with your emotions. It's great to talk about God's love will show me the way. Absolutely, that's all true. But if your emotions are there going, oh, this is, I don't know what was going to happen, too nervous, too scared, too, too many unknowns, too many unpredictable things flying in the air, you've got to make peace there first. Because your emotions, no matter how good your intentions are, the emotions will block it all. So the I love you, I love you, I love you, to that part of you that feels all of the fear, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, brings you to a state of calm. From that place of calm, you begin to connect with the beautiful divine energy, that consciousness of all knowing, that consciousness of knowing that it's a gut level, absolute certainty that everything is working out for the highest good of me as an individual and for the highest good of this community as a whole. That despite all the uncertainty, the right next steps are going to reveal themselves to us. When we are aligned with that, we feel it. And inspiration then comes through. Of course, the ideas that you're going to get are going to be inspired. How can you, they not be when you're in that place of, I know this is perfect. I know all is good. And I know I am connected to this love. And this love is moving this forward. How can, you, how can you not know that the inspiration will come? How can the conversations that you have not be inspired? How can the ideas or the people that you meet or the circumstances that show up, how can they not be perfect? How can they not be inspired? You've already aligned yourself there. And they can come through each and every one of you, not through the board. They can come through me. The ideas for inspiration does not look to your board. Inspiration is waiting for the perfect vessel. It's waiting and looking for that faith-filled, open, enthusiastic vessel through which to pour its ideas through. You, each and every one of you here, is that perfect vessel to move yourselves forward, to move your community forward, collaboratively. This, in my experience, is how it works. This is how you move through change, you manage change. And it's coming, because it's coming from the divine, it's an invitation. It's always an invitation to take it as an opportunity to grow, to grow, to expand, to transform. I have so many stories, I can tell you, so many stories of changes that I have actually initiated and changes that have been kind of forced upon me. In fact, in this moment right now, Alberto and I are going through a change. We feel it. We feel it. Everything that we're touching, every conversation we're having with people, um, the sign, the omens, the synchronicity, it's like everything is saying, there's a change. Get ready. It's like, well, get ready for what? <laughs> what, am I, what am I changing for? What am I changing into? Do I have to go somewhere? Is this like a, a shift in country? Am I moving back to Spain? Uh, all, there are no answers. And so what do you do? What do we do? Love it. Love it. 
we stay, I make peace with all of the un, the uncertainty because like, like everybody here, I want to have everything all planned and controlled and to know where I'm going. And by the way, the temptation, and I say this to the board and to everyone, the temptation is to want to plan everything that's moving forward, to plan, to make the objectives, to have all the course laid out, which is fine. I'll talk about that in a second. But when it's all laid out, there's no room for inspiration. How do you know it's the inspired next step? How do you know it's the highest next step? Because you can come at any program, at anything, from the level of consciousness of, okay, we need to move this thing forward, we need to make a plan, from a level of consciousness that's very practical, or you can come at it from the place of, okay, what is the inspired next step? What is the highest thing that we can work on now? Okay, and those are different, slightly different energies, okay? I'll explain that in a second. So, where was I? We're going through a change, exactly. And we're doing exactly what I'm saying to you right now. We are trying to align as often as possible with that state of consciousness, being in that state of being where everything is perfect. We know that everything is perfection. And when the time comes, we'll know the step that we need to take. And when we're in that step, we'll be good there. And then when it's the next step, we'll know it too and we'll take that next step too rather than having it all and thinking we know exactly where we need to go, being confident and connected to the step where we are and watching that next step unfold. Not an easy way. This is not an easy way to live. But this is how it has worked for us and it works for us in that way. Now, a story. Okay, this is a story um, of how even when you don't want to change, the universe is nagging at you. It's saying, hey, do this. You're saying, can't. This is an example of this, okay? Because on one level, you think you know what you need to do. You, you, you think you, you, need, you know where your life is going and what you need to do to unfold it. But then there's a level of spirit, which is here going, I know what we really need to do to grow here on this earth and to complete the spiritual journey that we have come here to actually walk. So this took place about three years ago. Um, it's how I got my job as a host and producer of a TV show on Rogers. Okay, so Alberto and I at that time were thinking about talk. We're thinking about you know we really need to figure out how to tell our stories through videos, how to create videos online and put them online and all this stuff. And it's like we neither one of us knew how to do this, and quite frankly, we didn't have the inclination or the energy to go research it or um, take courses, and we didn't have the funds then to be able to pay somebody to do it. was like, ah, oh, just forget about it. Okay, we'll figure it out one day. Parked it. At that same time, I came, I happened, as I was flipping channels one day, I happened on to a yoga program in the mornings at 8.30 on Rogers TV. And it was perfect because Silvana would go to work, our daughter would go to work, she'd go to school, um, in the mornings, and so she was out the door, I practiced my yoga, and then I can begin my day. It was ideal. And every morning at 8.30, I would be practicing my yoga, I do my meditation, and I do my work. Well, during the season that I was actually practicing my yoga, there would be announcements about, come volunteer at Rogers. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. And it would just go in and out, in and out. Oh, Rogers, come learn about video production. Come learn about how to put on a TV show. Yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. Keep practicing my yoga, not paying attention, right? But those, that was the only commercial that seemed to be playing. Is <laughs> Come volunteer at Rogers. And 
I looked at it online, but it all seemed to be aimed at kids, like, you know, university, university grads or, you know, high school students trying to get their volunteer hours. And I'm thinking, I'm too old for this. And frankly, I don't have the time. I've got real projects that I've got to be working on. I'm trying to launch a book. I've got this thing going on. Activities that actually generate money. So I can't be going to volunteer my time. I'm sorry, universe, I can't do it. <laughs> and so... I just said, I can't do it. This is just, I don't, have the, I don't have the energy or the time to do this. But it persisted. So I thought, okay, fine. I'll go online. I'll send in my application. They probably won't take me anyways because I'm too old. This is for kids. Okay, but I've done my part. Universe, there you go. So I send it in within like the same day. I get a response back saying, hi, you know, thanks for, thanks for you know, sending in your application. We'd love to have you come in to the orientation session that we're having next week. It's like, ah, oh, seriously? <laughs> I didn't want to do that. I've got things to do. I've got my plans. Like, okay, fine. And you know what? I resisted even that. I actually arrived to the orientation center, to the orientation meeting late. I got there like half an hour late, halfway through, and I'm thinking, oh, God, this is because I was just, I had my own ideas. Like, I've got my goals, my things I need to do, and this is a distraction for me. So I went to the orientation and they told us, okay, what we really need are volunteers to work what's called the mobile units. Basically, Rogers will go to say a hockey game and they will record the hockey game and televise it live and all of that stuff and they need a crew to go do that. And that requires about eight hours a week, a day, like it's an eight hour shift where you go and volunteer working these mobile crews. I said, there's no way. There's no way I'm giving you eight hours of my time. I said, listen, I'm happy to volunteer maybe a couple of hours a day, maybe in the studio working on some show that you have there. And they said to me, no, we really don't have anything there because those are the plum positions. Everybody wants to be in the studio volunteering a couple of hours a week on a show. So, you know, I'm sorry, that doesn't happen. I said, well, okay, no big deal. I've done my part, universe, right? I've, I've, volunt I've put in my application. I've talked. There's just nothing for me. So, hey, I can go back now. To my plans and the things that I are important. <laughs> the next week, there is an email. There is an opening for a volunteer on a show called Jen's Zen. It is the only spiritual anything on Rogers TV. It is a call-in show uh, where you speak to Jennifer Clark, who is like a, a coach and psychic. It's basically you give her a call, she, you know, you ask a question and she'll do some cards for you and she'll give you a message, okay? It's the only show that's remotely anything spiritual. And they needed vol a volunteer for that show. I said, okay, I'm your volunteer. <laughs> so I signed up for that show. I would go in every Tuesday night for about two hours and there I learned, you know, I answered phones. I learned how the back room works. I understood what a producer does. I understood finally what a director does. All the different roles and all the different pieces of what goes into putting on a great show. I thought, okay, this is not bad. I'm learning. The universe brought me here so that I could learn how to put on a show. Wonderful. Two months in, an email arrives saying, we are looking for a new host for a television show called Ottawa Experts. Everything inside of me was excited. It's like, this is great. I didn't even know why I was excited because it's like, I, what the heck do I know about being a host of a TV show? And then all the fear starts. So the initial reaction was, oh, this is amazing. And then 
all the logic came into place. What do you know? You don't have degrees you don't, in journalism. You don't know anything about you know, TV, being a TV host. What the heck do you know about all of that? So all of the fears, all of the, oh, okay, this is not, no, maybe, this isn't, maybe I shouldn't do it. This is not the right thing. But that excitement, that initial feeling stayed. Okay? And I've learned over time that when that feeling is there, even though the fears and the logic and all of that come into play, that is actually the step you need to take. You need to walk through those fears. Okay? And so I sucked it up and I said, okay, I'm going to put in my name. Just take it one step at a time. Put in my name to, to be auditioned. I was called in for an audition. I was even more nervous. I said, okay, but I'm going to do my best. What I had to do, the audition was, I had to sit as if I was interviewing someone. The camera would be on, and I would have to introduce the show, introduce the guest, have a 10-minute conversation with them, and then send the show to a commercial. That was my audition. And I only found out two days before who I would be interviewing. Do you know who it was? No, please, no. It was someone who had traveled to 40 countries by the age of 40. <laughs> travel. Of all of the guests that you can have on that show, travel. My thing. That's my gig. It's like, okay, okay, all right. Things are on. So like, even despite my obvious fears, it's like things are unfolding, okay? I just need to go, go in there, make peace with my fears, make peace with the anxiety, do the best that I can, know that obviously the divine is with me here orchestrating this. So I've got to stay calm and allow this to lead the way rather than the fears which are trying to pull me back. And so auditioned, I actually got the role. I was, one of, I was a host and producer of a show called Ottawa Experts where I... Basically, they let me find the topic. I came up with the topics that I wanted to talk about. I found the guests that I wanted to have on my show. And I learned how to carry on a conversation, a live television, for one hour. Okay? It was nerve-wracking. The first shows, I was sure everybody could hear the vibration of my, <laughs> of my voice and the nervousness. But it was all good. I learned. And... It was an experience that obviously, you know, changed me on so many levels. And after that show ended, they actually offered me my own show and said, we want you to do a show on authors, on authors and on books. And you do it any which way that you want. They gave me free reign to create the show, the logo, the music, all of it, the way that I would want to put a show. Okay? So the lesson learned here. You think you know what you need to do. You think you have an idea of where you need to be moving and what's important for you and where your priorities are. But spirit has always another agenda. It always knows the moment where you are and what you need to do to be growing in spirit. It's realized, let's call her Moni, the wise big Moni that's watching Moni here, is aware that we have come here to grow in certain elements, to transform certain fears. It knows this. This is why it came here. And so how could I have known that I needed to grow as, um, as a storyteller, as a facilitator, as somebody who interviews other people? How I could never have imagined that for myself. But obviously Spirit knew that I needed to develop those skills. I don't know why, 
but I needed to have those skills that allow me to connect with other people, to make other people feel comfortable, that allow me to have the confidence in knowing that whatever words you need, because that was my other big fear, what if I blank out on live television and there is not an idea in my head? <laughs> what do you do then? To know through the experience that the words that you need, the inspiration that you need, will come to you if you just trust in that wisdom and that love that is walking with you in every moment. I thought I was going in to learn about videos, but that's not really the true purpose of what I was there for. Okay? So what I have learned to do with all of this, and this is something that um, I encourage you to do, is that I understand the need to plan. I come from the business world. I have an MBA. I know what, it, what it's like to have the demands and pressures of being accountable and showing that you know the direction that you're going in and having a clear message and a clear objective moving forward. I get that. And so I'm going to suggest something that I do that hopefully will serve you. You see that I always come up with my notes, right? I always have my notes written out. I have it all scripted out. And I do that because I have learned that my mind needs to have that confidence or that knowing that it's done. So should anything go wrong when I'm speaking, I've always got my notes, right? So planning, organizing, having it all written out calms my mind so that I can put it aside and stand here open to inspiration and open to whatever words need to flow through in the moment. So I encourage you to make your plans. Make your plans, plan it all out, write out your objectives, all of it, and then put it aside. It's there if you need it. It's there for you to look at and to execute exactly as you've prepared it. But in the meantime, go into that place, into that inner place of clearing out all of those emotions that we talked about, cleaning all of those, those fears, the anxieties, all the limitations, all of it. Make peace with that. The I love you is the most powerful thing you can say to yourself. I love you. Every part of you that feels it's not enough in any way, it's I love you. It needs the I love you. That is the way to make peace. And bring yourself from there. It's easy to be in that place of everything is okay. That place of consciousness that we talked to, you talked about earlier. That consciousness that will flow through you in the moment that you open yourself to be with it, okay? This is what I have for you today that hopefully has inspired some, some reflection and some steps forward. So I thank you again for all your time and for listening.